0: Hey, hey, good morning and welcome. Happy Hump Day, Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Training Group, and I hope it finds you well. Hour number two for me, our toll-free number 800 951 The website at allamericangold.com, legal, lawful, constitutional tender, what we like to call wealth insurance, the physical delivery of gold and silver. And, man, do we got a lot to talk about every single day. Crazy things are happening. Uh, we had a pullback in gold. I'll tell you about it, where we're at. Uh, the pullback getting less and less by the minute here. Uh, I'll tell you what's happened about the last 15 minutes. Uh, we've had gold uh, charging back up. We'll get to that. In just a minute, uh, 401, the metals plans. All of our metals plans, next week, uh, they are going to where we think we're on it. Product has left, right? All the products, it's all flowing in here. Uh, we should have it here. Uh, depending on how fast Wendy and I can go, uh, we're optimistic that we may be able to get it all done next week. Yeah, how about that? I mean, we we're, we're getting it we're getting pretty good at this. Uh by the way, an all-time t- record high. We had more metal plan participants than ever before uh this month and already uh, we had uh, a t- a bunch of people signing up in June that said, hey, hey, put me on to the next quarter. So I already kind of know uh, the next quarter, the third quarter, is going to be another new all-time record high. Uh, and for those of you that don't know about the medals plan, I just got to spend a minute to talk about it, and I promise after the break we'll get into what's happening today. But it's something that that we created. Uh, e- excuse me. Sorry, I had a, had a cough there. Um. We created it because a lot of our customers, you know, when we run specials, you know, a twenty dollar gold piece, it's fifteen hundred dollars. Oh, sorry, got a little bug in my throat, a little tickle. It's fifteen hundred bucks. I mean, that's a lot of money. So a lot of people are like, you know, I, I can't afford that. I mean, it take me take me all year to save for it. So we created this metals plan, and really we we cre- we created it for two types of people. Number one was the people that hey, you know what, I I can't I can't come up with fifteen hundred dollars or even like you no know, rolls of of silver eagles, right? There's three eighty five. Hey, even that, you know, I, I just don't have that in my budget. Um, so we created a plan, the metals plan, where for as little as a hundred dollars. So that's the that's the the least amount. I wish I could go lower. I just but it just doesn't work. Uh, you got to do a, at least a hundred dollars a month, and then every quarter we ship you product. So as an example, if you're at the hundred dollar the low, right at the end of the quarter, you got three hundred dollars. And then, uh, you know, you're going to get, you know, 10th-ounce gold eagles. Uh, maybe you're going to, on the gold side, 10th-ounce gold eagles. Uh, every once in a while, maybe a pamp bar uh, on, on, on the silver side, right? You're going to get, uh, you know, junk silver, right? The dimes, quarters, half dollars. Uh, sometimes they will throw in some silver eagles, you know, not a whole roll of them, but some, some silver eagles. And and you just start putting it away. We want listen, everybody needs to be prepared. I, I can't stress it enough. And and whether you're hey, listen, I'm a wealthy guy. Uh, You know, I'm I'm buying, I don't buy a a $20 gold piece at a time. I'm buying, you know, 20 at a time, 30 at a time, uh, and and all the way down, you know, the guy, hey, I buy, you know, I try to buy one here and one there to uh, the guy that's at $100 a month. There is no maximum. So you can do as much as you like. We have several people uh, you know our biggest guy as an example, does two thousand a month that's he's the biggest one in the plan. Plenty of people do a thousand a month five hundred a month uh and and they use it almost kind of like their retirement they just keep putting it in and putting it in and at the bigger amounts right when you do the larger amounts right you're gonna get St. Gardens and Liberties and Gold Eagles and Rolls of Silver Eagles, right? You're going to get uh, things of that nature. But here's the best thing about the plan. We pool all of the money together. So when we buy for the metals plan, I'm buying in volume just like when you buy at volume from me you know you get you you know we'll knock some bucks off right you're you're going to buy 20 30 40 50 coins right we're we're going to sharpen our pencil for you the wholesalers do the same thing you know they do the same thing so we get the best possible price so the day we do the plans whatever you see our prices are on the website on that day you're paying less than that and that's everybody the the guy at a hundred dollars a month to the guy at two thousand dollars a month you get the best price possible and then of course my favorite part of this we ship it right to you so how it works uh, you leave a card on file a credit card on file you tell us the day of the month that you want us to hit the card, from the first to the 28th first to the 28th and then we ship you four times a year or you can save shipping and pick up at one of our offices and uh, it's just that easy. So the, the metals plan, you want to sign up for that give us a call. We'll be back right after the break. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. 951 got some economic data we'll get to here in a minute. Just uh, wrapping up on this metals plan because I, 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 this is so important. Fees what does it cost what does it cost to open an account on the metals plan nothing zip and you know we understand things happen in life and maybe uh as an example maybe you got a son like me that's got uh gonna be playing football and you had the football meeting and the football coach says hey uh We need $1,000 for your kid to play football this year. And you're like, man, man, that's going to be tight this month. You want to – anytime, anytime, you can call and put your medals plan on hold. What does that cost? Nothing. You can cancel it. Say, you know what, man, I thought I could do it, I can't. What does it cost to cancel? Nothing. We have so many people that do this, too, where, oh, man, you know what? I had to get tires on the car, or or I had to pay this dentist bill, or I had a big credit card bill, and they put their plan on hold for a month or two, and then they call us up and say, hey, I'm ready to start my plan again. Great. We charge absolutely zero fees ever on the metals plan. The only fee you get, besides obviously the cost of your product, is if we have to ship it to you, you pay the shipping fee. And yes, we make it economical. In other words, if you're at $300 a month, we aren't charging you $35 to ship because it doesn't cost us um Thirty-five dollars. Now, listen. Shipping, registered, insured. It's twenty some bucks, but we're going to charge you the least amount we possibly can if we have to ship it. If you pick up at one of our offices in Phoenix or or in Denver, uh, then every single dollar that you spend on the plan goes towards product. We never charge fees. Like I said, uh, we it's so easy. If you want to sign up, like you get four deliveries a year. Uh, If you want to sign up, call us. If you want to read more details about it, go out to allamericangold.com. Click on the the preferred metals plan icon. We got the whole thing up there, and we're still running the 10% bonus. Everybody that signs up, anybody that's new that signs up to our metals plan, Whatever you do, the, you know, for the month. Hey, I, I want to do a hundred. I want to do a thousand a month. Whatever it may be, we'll give you a ten percent bonus, uh, just for just for signing up and being part of the plan. Uh, and so those are going to go out next week. Those are going to go out next week. So uh, second quarter medals plans. Uh, Wendy and I, I, we we're on top of it. We we I think we're going to have them one hundred percent completed. Uh, before the end of next week. So start looking for those. Uh, if, if you're one of those people we ship, uh, start looking for those. If you're uh, one of the pickups, if you pick up here in, in Phoenix or in, in Johnstown, uh, look, for our, uh, look for our phone call. We'll be calling you uh, to come get them. So what do we got going on? Yesterday, we heard from Jay Powell after we got off the air. Matter of fact, not I don't think by accident either, right before the gold market closed. So Jay Powell was giving, you know, he's given one of these talks, you know, at some uh economic event or conference or whatever it may have been, and I, I'm too lazy to look it up. But he he, he came out and and said, you know, hey, we're, we're still looking at the data. And, and I'm sitting there, and I'm, and I'm listening to what he's saying, and I'm thinking to myself, right, these guys don't get it. They truly don't get it. And they talk about, like, the, the he talked about the, the tariffs of, on trade. And, and again, any of you out there, and I'm not saying, listen, there's companies out there that it hurts more than others. It's $5 billion a month. And it, it won't be to the next $300 billion that it really hurts. We'll start feeling it then, but, but neither here nor there. He didn't, he, he kind of gave the Wall Street the indication that, hey, don't expect that 50-point rate cut. Matter of fact, he even left the door open that maybe we won't even cut it all yet now nobody thinks that's true but this is this is where he tried to position himself so during the show yesterday before he was talking gold was up right about 1430 1430 and remember we're talking about sooner or later we need a pullback, but until we get some bad or some good news, right? Gold's going to keep running, and we had all the economic data has not been good. We had more economic data out today. I'm gonna, I'll get to it in a minute. By the way, it wasn't good, but Jay Powell did put a little cold water on. Hey, all of you in the fifty basis point rate hike camp, we're not there yet. We're still looking at the data. I don't know what the hell the guy's looking at, to be honest with you. But gold sold off. And it went down to uh fourteen sixteen. And it closed right there. And it closed essentially flat. Okay, so gold was up fourteen fifteen dollars closed flat, and then in the aftermarket, gold jumped back up again and got back into the, you know, 1425 area. Last night, gold continued to sell off. Gold got all the way down to $1,403 that is a what i will call that near term support it's not super support right i uh, really strong support 1395 massive support at 1355 and then ultimately on the downside right 1276 is like the mount everest of support but 1403 why that number, where did that number come from? Before gold broke above $1,400, the first time gold went above 1400 it was actually in Asia. The Asian markets were open. And it got to the lead contract had gotten to fourteen oh three, and I think that was gold was like thirteen eighty nine here, something like that. It the very first time it broke fourteen hundred, didn't close at fourteen hundred, but broke fourteen hundred. It got to fourteen oh three. When it hit fourteen oh three, gold bounced from there. Right now, gold is. Down a $1 dollar at fourteen hundred and fourteen dollars. And I think Kitco says it's down ten dollars. But it's same same price. Right? So gold's gold's back to, to fourteen fourteen. It's been rallying for the last forty five minutes to an hour because the president came out and started taking more shots at Jay Powell this morning. The president said that Powell was doing a bad job in managing policy as countries like China stimulate their economy. Now listen, here's what the president's telling us. They're going to meet him and and the Chinese president are going to meet G20 Friday and Saturday. They aren't scheduled to meet until Saturday, okay? So, so, and again, I think for a reason, right? Why, why not meet on Friday? Because they know it's not going to be great news. So it's always better to have bad news on the weekend. But I think the president is letting you know how he thinks the trade talks are going to go. Let me tell you why. So Jay Powell's doing a bad job specifically mentions China and then he says this he has to lower rates for us to compete with China adding that other countries are also stimulating their economies and talking about Europe if they devalue and we can't, we are no longer on a level playing field. So, again, the president letting us know hey, I don't think we're going to have a deal with the Chinese. There's no trade deal coming. I mean, we're going to talk nice, but it's, it's not coming. China's devaluing, Europe's devaluing. I need Jay Powell. To get the dollar lower. I mean, that's what he's saying. Because the president understands. We're slowing, they're slowing, and for us to actually get a deal, we've got to be able to fight just as hard as the Chinese do. Because we already know what China's going to do. They're already starting, right? They're they're stimulating right they're they're putting stimulus in. You heard the e c b today or today last week. hey, we're ready to do everything we're going to cut rates we're going to buy we're going buy back bonds we're going to do what we need to do Japan Japan's already negative one tenth on their fed funds rate. They're like hey, in September we're going to go even lower, and of course they're all they buy all their debt right so they're they're nothing but i mean they're there, it's over there, but the president knows. I this is just my now. Do I know? Did Donald call me up last night? He did, right? I didn't hear from Melania, right? <laughs> I'm just telling you. The reason why he's so insistent is I think he already knows this trade war thing's going to get a lot muddier and a lot uglier before it gets better. And I need to make sure that the central bank is going to fight fire with fire, because here's the thing: we're not going. To, there, there's not going to be a trade deal uh, agreement this weekend. There's not. There's not going to be a trade agreement next month, or the month after that, or the month after that. But what we want to do is at the end, wherever this ends. We want to be able to get a deal that that is good for America, right? And right now, the president's saying D- Jay Powell's not good for America. And, and you know what? I can't argue with. It. I, I I can't. But I I have already told you. I'm already on record. I think the Fed the Fed's going to cut in July. Uh, I'm not. I I'm not saying fifty basis points is out of the question. Powell tried to say that it wasn't. But the one thing he did say was, hey, I'm still going to wait for more data to come in. So today, guess what? More data came in. This time, durable goods. Down again. Down 1.3%. And of course, you know, listen, we know Boeing's having problems. But I'll I'll tell you what's inside of the durable goods number when we return. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, a daily broadcast from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. And we're upholding the legacy of Phyllis Schlafly, grassroots activist, author of 27
1: books, and articulate voice for traditional values for more than 70 years. Now, here's the president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, Ed Martin. On September 5th, 2016, Phyllis Schlafly died at the age of 92. The next day, Phyllis's two final works were published. The New York Times bestseller, The Conservative Case for Trump, and the Phyllis Schlafly Weekly column comparing Donald Trump's visit to Mexico with Reagan's to Geneva. The fact that Phyllis was writing up until her death comes as no surprise to those who knew her and the special place the written word had in her heart. Over her long career, Phyllis wrote 27 books and thousands of weekly columns running in nearly every major newspaper in America. She wrote and voiced 8,000 three-minute radio commentaries like this one, and hundreds of thousands of letters and emails. Phyllis's writing wasn't just prolific, it was powerful, too. Quite simply, her writing changed the world. Her self-published book, A Choice, Not an Echo, galvanized the dawning conservative movement behind Goldwater, then Nixon. And best of all, Reagan, for the many Americans who knew Phyllis as a dynamic national leader famous for being telegenic, poised and composed, they might not realize how her lifelong commitment to writing was central to her success. As a founder of the conservative movement and a true pioneer of political organizing, it should give every conservative pause to think that Phyllis knew true conservatism sprang from a love of words on paper. That love is what shaped our U.S. Constitution and gives it its power. She knew that at the heart of America's greatness is the innermost values held common by the American people. To her, these values were codified in our miraculous founding documents. In a world where everything moves at the speed of 280 characters, conservatives wanting to be truly effective should rediscover the true power of the written word. It's not a hard thing to do. Start by reading the founding documents. Don't be afraid to crack open a book every once in a while. Then pick up a pen or power up your computer and just right it may not come easy at first it didn't even come easy for phyllis schlafly however the power of the written word should never be lost if we're going to keep the conservative movement strong
0: this has been the phyllis schlafly report from phyllis schlafly eagles in 2016 the conservative movement lost one of our strongest leaders but mrs schlafly's work and her voice continue through this radio program our work in washington and the influence you have in your own community Be part of that legacy at phyllisschlafly.com. We encourage you to bookmark phyllisschlafly.com. And join us again for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. Hey, we're back here. Halftime, just after halftime here, the Patriot Radio News Hour. Uh, By the way, the Atlanta GDP Now forecast uh, was uh, just done. They just revised it uh, lower. Uh, GDP now, second quarter, now right, this is it. We're, what, four or five days away from the end of the second quarter, uh, 1.9, 1.9. And, and, and of course, that, that's Atlanta, but that's kind of right in what everybody's, you know, everyone's thinking somewhere, you know, fingers crossed, maybe we get two. Remember last year. Right, last year, we were, what, 4.2. Uh, so you're looking at a GDP, about half, right? So that's a big slowdown, right? And again, and Jay is talking about looking at data. And, and and the problem that I have, and I'm okay with it, right? I mean, that's what they do. But the data, it's been so clear. I mean, we're two now, okay? Let's just say we're two. I want to believe that we're going to get two. And, and of course, remember the the three we got, with the three that we got last that first quarter, we knew that they right and everyone understood what that was right that that wasn't we really didn't get three. That was a lot of what I call the uh, paper adjustments. They wanted they wanted it to make it look better, and I get it now. I understand why because they knew hey, it's not going to get second quarter, third quarter going to be a lot lower. So we need we need some help. But so let's just say somewhere around 2%, 50% less than a year ago. Jobs. We talked about jobs. Hiring's down about fifty to 60,000 a month. I mean, we're still hiring people. But we're hiring fifty to 60,000 people less every month. Remember what I told you in that consumer confidence number, people saying that a job was hard to find was up thirty-three percent for June. I mean, it was a big increase. Uh, so today we got durable goods. Now this was kind of a a double bad because not only was it down for the, not down again uh, one point three percent was the number down uh 1.3% much larger than expected worse they're now saying that year over year durable goods are negative 3.3%. Right so again right you're thinking hey you know we're not that's not growth that's contraction. Uh by the way uh, that's the worst number since July of 2016, which, by the way, most people don't remember this. That was when they first announced Brexit, right? And of course, that thing's still going on, right? Uh, under the hood, when you look under it, there was a number that came out pretty good. And that was your your capital goods. And they're like, see, businesses, they're going to start spending. And, and I'm going to say this. It was good but only because what they did to GDP, they went back to last month and whacked it. So last month's number uh, got lowered to negative 3.3, and the business investment proxy number is where it came from. So not even, even that silver lining wasn't as great as they said. By the way, 7 tenths was the number. If they hadn't whacked, that number from the month before there would have been no growth there uh, again. So uh, keep that in mind. Uh, Bloomberg noted uh, that the trade policy, right, all that stuff. We know how we know that story and how that goes. Uh, that was uh, the first report: durable goods. Then we had trade deficit, and this one's getting weird for me. It keeps getting worse. An early look at US trade patterns in Mo- in May pointed to another wider than expected trade deficit. The advanced trade deficits in goods. And I'm going to start I want to try to make sure I give you this number all the time. Because when you look at the trade like the headline trade deficit number, you know, it's always uh, maybe it's like $50 billion. But that's after they give credit to the banks for selling credit cards in China and all over the world. But in actual stuff, the deficit jumped, this was a main number, to $74.5 billion in the month. And this number's been on the rise. The month before, by the way, it was uh, $70 billion. So, you know, you think $75 billion a month, that's $900 billion. And again, then they take away, like I said, uh, uh, if uh, J.P. Morgan sells credit cards, if we do consulting work overseas, And you get down to somewhere in the 50 to 60 billion range. But in actual goods, uh, the trade deficit came in much larger than expected. Uh, They said that imports and exports rose, which was nice. Uh, Problem, imports rose (laughs) at a much, much faster pace, uh, led by a 3.7% gain in autos. My guess is Mexico, right? All the cars coming from Mexico. Uh, The surprisingly larger made deficit would be another drag on second quarter GDP. Uh, The details, uh, again, hey, trade deficit talks and all this stuff uh, doesn't seem to really have an effect as, once again, uh, exports up a little bit imports up a lot more and, and of course all these countries talking about moving production out of China no one's talking about bringing here right let's not forget that either right even if we get a better trade deal at some point in the distance off future uh, not going to be nearly as productive as we were hoping when we return I'm gonna answer some customer emails. Some real. I got some great questions from some customers. We're going to answer those, and then we're going to talk about uh, the opportunity we have in, in in the gold market. Got a great special for you. A really nice event happening, and I'm super excited that we're going to be able to do it again. So that's coming up. So when if you want, if you ever have questions that you want me to answer, send me an email double J that should be the word double the letter J at allamericangold.com and uh, if I feel like it <laughs> if I feel like it I'll talk about it on the air if I don't I'll, I'll probably just email e- email you my response but either way I'll try to get back to you so when we get back we're gonna go 800 if you're just joining us uh, Gold's a uh, Get ready to turn positive. Down about 60 cents right now. uh, Just under $1,415. Silver. uh, By the way, silver's come all the way back. Silver's now positive for the day. Now, I know uh, Kitco and even our own site will have a different price. uh, And I hope you understand, you know, up or down. The price is the same, though. Uh, I'm going to tell you from New York close to New York close. uh, Silver's up now for the day. Silver, once again... Double tested now that fifteen twenty five level silver right now fifteen dollars twenty eight cents. Going to a customer uh, customer emails. This one was from George. Uh, George asked. (laughs) It was like a six part question, but they were good, so I wanted to talk about it. Uh, Number one. By China mining their gold in China and buying more gold out of the country. So remember, China does not export any gold. They also are the largest producer of gold. Their mines in China produce about 400 metric tons of gold a year. In addition to that, China imports well over 1,000 metric tons a year. So just China alone accounts for about 1,500 metric tons of gold. And then you throw in India. Now you're talking you got 2,500 metric tons. And the whole world mines somewhere around 3,300, 3,400. Then you get, throw scrap in there. Say there's about four thousand metric tons of gold out there on a you know yearly basis, give or take, and two countries, China and India, consume uh, you know well over half of it. Really, getting close uh, to to about sixty seven percent to seventy five percent of all of it just from there. But his question is, are they buying? raw gold or silver or gold or silver mines inside the US or a territory of the United States so let me let me answer that in this way china is absolutely buying gold and silver mines absolutely have they bought any mines inside of the united states and the answer as far as i could find is no having said that they have definitely bought assets of what we would deem a uh, american gold or silver mining company but that asset they bought, they may have bought a mine in Africa from them or, or Central America. Yesterday, I told you, uh, their China National Gold is in the process of buying Canadian Lamb Gold. So uh, that deal just got announced this week. But let me give you the major miners. Uh, Core Mining is a U.S. company. Uh, don't you know they have assets? They're a big company. They have assets all over the world. Uh, Freeport is, but they're really a copper company. Uh, They do have some gold as a byproduct, but largely a a copper company. The only other big ones, uh, Newmont Gold Corp. Those two were two separate companies. They're now one company, but again, most of their assets, or what, what I call assets, their mines, are outside of the U.S., uh, and royal gold as well. Uh, but there's just not that many, uh, quote-unquote, U.S. Uh, gold and silver miners, and most of them that are, a lot of their mines aren't even in the country. Uh, so that I hope I answered that part of the question. Then they said, and when China learns more about silver all of its patents the patents that are pending all the you know because obviously right silver has a lot of industrial use outside of its monetary and all of its uses for a whole lot of different applications than what we know of as of uh to date right he's wondering hey are they going to be big silver buyers and let me answer it very simply absolutely absolutely China has been buying more and more silver yearly. India, same thing, really. All, especially in the Asian hemisphere. Uh, Silver becoming uh, a lot, you know, it's not gold, don't get me wrong. India, you know, everybody in India has the Mr. T starter kit. But silver, uh, as far as imports, and I, I just look at imports. These countries importing silver have been rising. They've been rising for years, Uh, not not to the extent of gold, but yes, absolutely. Do you and uh, others you have spoken with think China will be interested in owning silver? Also, as well as stated on, on the gold part, I think I just answered that, yes. I think silver will definitely... Uh, over the next twenty years, uh, as because listen, gold's going to go way up. Way, I mean, you know. Remember yesterday, Credit Suisse. Listen, gold—it's done already. They're going to retest the all-time highs. It is, and go much higher. And so, I think as that happens, you're going to see them look for something else. And I think that's where where silver is going to come in. If China is getting more gold than ever before. Oh, there's the music. Let me see if I can get through this one. Uh, When we get back, I'm going to tell you what our special is, and then I'll see if I can get through the rest of George's question. Final segment here on this hump day Wednesday. Uh, Had the gold pull back, touch 14.03. Now it's back up 14.15. So, yesterday, we had $155 liberties. I mean, it was phenomenal. Four, or $5 liberties, same price as a $20 gold piece. We sold every one of them. This morning, Wendy got a phone call. Matter of fact, Wendy's here now because she were, were, she's sending out uh, the money to book the product here. We got a phone call from the same distributor saying that uh, other allotments because you know we're not the only one that gets allotments you know i'd like to think we were but we're not didn't sell them all and so he said you know hey gold's down i'll sell them to you you know for a little less if you'll buy Buy the the there was a hundred more. Will you buy another hundred? And so Wendy called me up this morning, and I said, absolutely. And so today I've got a hundred more. Now gold was down over twenty bucks. You know what? Almost twenty seven dollars from yesterday. Now it's come all the way back. Right now we're we're down. We're we're about twelve dollars or so from where we were. Twelve thirteen dollars from where we were yesterday. But here's what we decided to do. Yesterday, we ran them at $380. And remember, I told you that worked out to about $20 over spot price. So we're knocking, because gold failed today, we're going to knock $5 off a coin. So it's actually not, it's like a dollar. 50 a $1.50 better of a deal today than yesterday. So I've got 100 more five. So if you missed out yesterday, if you missed out yesterday, it's your lucky day. $5 liberties. These are the old ones, 1866 to 1907. They're 375 again. So once again, four $5 libs for the same price as the 20. We're running it again. Uh, they're three hundred and seventy dollar, three seventy five. Sorry, three seventy five, and we've got a 9510592 And I'll just leave it this way. And I know I we've actually uh, I don't know if we did it this year. I think last year I sold some twenties at spot. That was this is the best deal we've run all year. Bar none, better than the Gold Eagles, better than than twenties at forty or fifty dollars over spot. You don't buy five dollar libs this close to spot ever. So we've got a hundred more of them. Uh, buy them up three seventy five at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. If you don't like to call, I got them on sale online as well. To finish with George's question, George was worried. He's like, listen, I get it. Right, they're buying up all the gold. They're out there buying the, the gold mines. Is it possible, as gold gets harder to get, that China will start buying our minted gold, Right, our Gold Eagles, our Liberties, our St. Gaudens? Right? Are they going to start buying that? They already do. Matter of fact, the largest wholesaler in the world, they have an office in Hong Kong. uh, Because, yes, that does happen. Uh, And, of course, China has their own mint as well. So um, just keep all of that in mind. Patriot Radio News Hour wraps up another show. Listen, these $5 libs, buy them up because we just had a pullback here. uh, And gold's getting ready to keep launching the other way.